welcome to this week's episode of Coffee with Jim and James and special guest, Ted, who James will bring in a little bit. You know, normally, I, I, James, you know me, I start with the wacky story. And I was trying to think of something like from the uh, halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, the time that Ted and I were arm in arm going out of the whatever the boat is where the thing goes out of the front and run into the shore. And I've never served. Right. I've never served. Ted has. And if I did any of that, it would be a disservice to us all, especially to Ted. So honestly, James, I'm, I, I think we should bring Ted in and start to hear some of the stories because I think Ted will absolutely surprise our audience with the depth and the breadth and the things that he do does, not just for faith, family, industry, but also community. And uh, I'm excited to hear some of those things. So James, I'm going to, I'm going to pop it over to you, brother. For uh, the intro. Ted's one of those people that uh, I've got to know quite, quite well over the past year and I've never met. Um, no, nope, neither have I. In that, that category. So uh, this year we're gonna we're gonna fix that problem, right, Ted? That's that's one of our goals. Uh, we're gonna host a game show together. So I pray that we get to do it in person. But Ted, welcome to the show, man. Hi guys, hi guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on here. I'm blushing a little bit from that glowing introduction from my friend Jim and uh, James. You gotta step your game up. You know, well, I just thought it was the box fan. Uh, gotcha. I thought it was the AC situation. For those who no, don't I'm know, if Ted, from, uh, if Ted starts from... sweating through his shirt later, uh, it's not from the pressing questions. <laughs> a little bit of an AC issue up there in uh, upstate. Upstate, upstate, yeah. Are we are we going to confirm or deny that when we got on the Zoom, Ted might have been in his skivvies at first and then put some clothes on? Let's just leave that for the audience to let, let them imagine. Let them imagine. The pre-show. The pre-show is always lit. <laughs> the green room. Ted, welcome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys for having me on. I really, I really feel special, especially after that intro. Now I gotta live up to it. Ah, uh, come on. You are who you are, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Teddy, 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 friend of the show, uh, guest of the show, uh, co-host on Connections for Life. Um, some people say you're a sales extraordinaire. Now Joe and Ted or Joe and Chad will contradict that. James, am I right? I don't know. That? Somebody called him a hero. Oh when boy, asking hmm. for one word. We'll get to that later. We'll get to it. Later. Really, I'm intrigued to see who said that. Mm-hmm. I got to pay him their money. It was James. Just ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, thank you. I'm still flattered. Ted, let's 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 bring this into our world because we're we've been talking so much. Uh, off the air and beforehand and with uh, Joe and Chad about, you know, everything that we're doing on, you all are doing Connections for Life. We're doing on Coffee Jim and James. I mean, you folks have had CEOs, presidents, regulators on the show, and honestly, industry icons and, and both of our shows has, and we've been blessed beyond what we deserve to, to have that ability. But why don't you give us a little insight? You know, we gave a little teaser at the beginning, but a little bit of insight into you and to your journey into the industry and, you know, just, uh, you know, build on that and tell us what's, you know, what's most important to you and, uh, you know, what, what, what makes Ted click? How does that sound? Or an that, that sounds like a wordy question that I might be able to answer. That's um, a seven part question. Uh, all right. Start with subpart A. Subpart A. All right. We're going to do a docu-series on this, right? This is like a three part episode. All yep. Right. 
Um, honestly, uh, I got into the accident or the industry, like most people by, uh, by pure accident. Um, but prior to that, like I've had a very like unique, honestly, I can say I've been very blessed in my life to have three distinct different careers. So, uh, immediately out of high school, I, uh, nine uh, 11 happened a month after I graduated. And, uh, I'd had a recruiter who was, <laughs> pretty hot and heavy uh, about trying to get me in the Marine Corps. And I had told him to uh, politely leave me alone several times. Uh, I was going to play college basketball. That's what I was going to go do. And, uh, and then 9-11 happened. And there's, a, there's a, a long story that led up to why I wasn't enrolled freshman semester, but that's for a couple cocktails at a different time. But uh, Joe Bezako, I still thank you to this day, Mr. Mr. Bezako. Um, but uh, 9-11 happened and uh, I, I went to the recruiter's office and, uh, you know, I made the decision. I said, I'm going. I want to go now. Get me out of here as fast as you can. So uh, I enlisted in the Corps right after 9-11. I spent five years in the United States Marine Corps building some of the, the best bonds uh, a man could ever build in his life. To this day, my, my son is named after a Marine I, I, I served with and, and two Marines are, are my children's godfathers. And uh, I have some of the best relationships I've ever uh, could have dreamed for, uh, family. Um, on top of that, I learned a certain set of skills that, uh, didn't translate real well to, uh, civilian life, but I also learned a bunch of discipline and leadership and structure that has carried me throughout my life since I got out of the Marines in 06. So I, I served from 01 to 06. When I got out, um, my, my father was actually, uh, the business agent for a local trade union, the, the carpenters union. And I said, you know, Dad, I think uh, construction's uh, a good transition from the military, brotherhood, union, da 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 da. And he goes, Yeah, well, I don't. You're not going to be a carpenter. Why don't you think of something else? So I, I ended up. I applied and I joined the IBEW 139, the, the local electricians union. And yeah. I spent you know ten years. I went to school for five years, five year apprenticeship. Uh, I was blessed to be receiving a GI bill throughout there. Um, and uh, I loved it. However, I had a bad knee that I kept blowing out uh, doing construction work. So in 2000 and end of 2014, beginning of 2015, I said, you know, I'm going to go back to school and become a project manager. I said, I, I got to recover from this knee surgery. I'll take some classes and do it. Well, I took a couple business courses as like prereqs for the pro program management, uh, project management course. And uh, I fell in love with business, man. I fell in love with the industry. And I switched my, my major to uh, business management. And while I was doing that, um, I took a part-time sales gig with uh, the company my wife was working for, honestly. My wife was a sales, uh, a sales manager for a company called Vasco. And they sold janitorial supplies. And yep. after a dinner one night with the owners, they said, well, you don't know how to shut up. Um, I think you got the gift of gab. You know, if you ever want to try your hand in sales, give us a call. So while I was going to school, I took a, a commission only sales job, Hawking Janitorial Supplies. And uh, while I got my associate's degree in business management, I, I worked there for a while. And then you know how the industry is in sales and business. Uh, one, of the, my, one of my customers became my next employer. They, uh, they were a manufacturing company called Reynolds Manufacturing. And they brought me in. The, the GM said, you know, one day, First, how'd you get past my gatekeeper? And why am I spending five grand a month on toilet paper and paper towels? So he, long, he offered me a job. I worked there for a year and a half as, a, as an account manager. And then I got um, 
hired away by a, by a competitor uh, called Cameron Manufacturing and Design to be the national account executive for them. And I spent, you know, another year and a half, two years there. And that's when um, via LinkedIn, nice plug for LinkedIn, yeah. I, I got an offer from, I got an in- inbox from uh, the HR manager of Upsco. And she asked me if I ever wanted to have a confidential conversation. So after the series of interviews and whatnot, I, uh, I was selected as the candidate to take over as the regional sales manager for upstate New York Pretty for Upsco. Cool. And I've been here three years. It'll be three years on September 1st. So, so uh, what part in the interview did they ask you about your podcasting skills? Yeah. So strangely enough, it didn't come up. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm, I'm surprised, but, uh, but it, didn't, Seems, it didn't make yeah. it in the interview. Maybe they were just thinking more project management out of you on that side when it came to the uh, podcast. I don't think anyone was thinking three years ago. I don't think anyone in our industry, except for maybe the Pipeliners podcast, was thinking. Yeah, was thinking about uh, podcasts, yep. especially not in, in with our organizations. Anyway, I'll say no, so. No. Yep. Shout out I, Russell Treat over there. Did uh, I? Did I? Uh, did I answer all of them? Yeah, I think so. I think you're good. Not a compliance on a couple, but we'll we'll circle okay. back. Ted, um, you probably feel the same way sometimes, you know, especially being around people that um, have been in this industry for like seventy thousand years, and yeah. you just feel like, like yeah, like you'll get. I get on a call with some people, and they're talking about you know twenty years here, or whatever, and and I feel like the third wheel, you know, with our group, you can feel like the fifth wheel. <laughs> um, but, but Ted, our shows and this pandemic and, and really all these things have kind of like helped, I know for me, forge relationships that honestly, I would never would have got a shot at, yeah. um, you know, and, and I, somebody being newer to the industry, you know, I struggled in that part a little bit because, you know, it is daunting when you look across the room and there's 10, 20, 30, you know, 40 years of experience, um, has relationships been an awesome kind of byproduct for you guys in the show? It, it really has. So yes, I, I, I have to say first, I agree completely being the, uh, the newbie in the room, yeah. so to speak, 99% of the time yeah. is often, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, un- uncomfortable space for me because I, you know, I am kind of a, an outgoing guy and I, I want to, I often tend to over talk cause I want to, I want to be involved in the conversation. I don't want to sit on the fringe. I want to be like, Hey guys, can I be your friend? <laughs> um, but having the connections is, is relationships, connections there, there, this show has brought us to a level that, you know, I know at least a year ago, I never thought possible, but I believed it'd be possible in the future, but not at the warp speed that like our shows ha, ha, have taken us there. I mean, it, yeah. it's like a hyperdrive of, Hey, you're walking, you know, I've had the privilege of going to a couple of shows. I know I talked about it on connections, but like, you know, people are like, Hey, you got that show. You're one of the guys from that show. Yeah. And I'm like, you watch the show. Uh-huh. Really? You know? And they're like, yeah, you're the one who doesn't do a whole lot. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's yeah, me. I'm, I'm that character. I'm that yeah. guy. So, yeah. So it has um, the, the depth and breadth of the relationships though. Like you said, the three of us have never met in person. You no, know, we've never, and nope. that's insane to think about because it's going to be a big hug and, 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 and some good times. And it's not, I mean, ours is a little unique because we're sharing some of these same experiences together and whatnot yeah. of like, 
you know, keeping something going and finding the value where it wasn't found. And, you know, I'll tell you, you know, the other thing that, that I found out at a couple of recent shows is, you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. There's a couple more of these podcasts on the horizon. Right I've heard about. And, uh, and I'm going, you know, Hey, we always joke. I use, I, I reference this. Like, we joke who got the first episode out us or you, uh, you know, I think mm-hmm. we beat you by a week and like, now nah, we beat you by a week. Uh, we didn't air that one, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's funny. And, you know, you, you mentioned Russell treat earlier. I mean, really, you know, those are the pioneers that were doing it. Yeah. You know, we, we were lucky enough to have sponsored one of the pipeliners podcast, you know, series and, leading up the year before right jim before yep. the pandemic or leading up to it one leading or the up other. to it yep and and it was really eye-opening of how much work and how much time he put into it he's such a pro man yeah uh, when he gets on man his voice and everything you just you're at home and yeah. so you know watching that you know i feel like we we've imitated in in the same way so to see it kind of cascading that is a, a really cool product it, it definitely is it definitely is so ted on the same note um what what's some of the big takeaways for you you know um i know we know the importance of relationships we've talked about that but you you know what did ted pete learn this year during the show wow that's a that's a that's a great question um i don't know if i can pin it down to to like one single thing because i've learned that you don't have to, i guess i guess like a, a phrase that i've been that i'm utilizing is you don't have to be present to be present anymore that's what i've learned is that no longer do you have to have a physical presence with someone to be present in their life to be to be on the tip of their tongue in conversation or to be still that go-to resource you know before it was always hey my guy can be here in a day or or we can get this to you then and that to the biggest thing i've learned is stay present you know, like no matter what, even when it's hard, when you're traveling and you're the world's back open temporarily and, and you're trying to get somewhere to get something done, I still, this is important and you got to be present at it. You know, Joe and Chattel, I'm sure I can't wait to watch their interviews because I'm like, they're going to totally life me up. They do so much more on the show than I do. I just show up because I, I'm ripping and running and I'm trying my best, but I, they, they balance it so much better than I do. Uh, but, Go ahead, Jeff. No, no, go ahead. Keep going, brother. Keep just, going. just that that's what it is. You know, we don't have to be, you don't have to actually have a physical presence in life anymore to be a part of somebody's life. And yeah. That's the, that's the greatest thing I've learned. Yeah. You know? and, I, and, and I think this it, medium has helped though. I mean, it yes. has helped, you know, build no, no. relationships. Although well, even, yes, even, a year and a half ago, this was foreign, Ted. When he, when James yeah. said we're going to do a, 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 a podcast, I'm like, on what? Like, yeah. like on camera? I'm like, no way. And you watch the first episode of us. I'm like, yeah. welcome to. Same with us. Same show. with us. Yeah. You know? well, the other thing I'll say is that it's brought a sense of like human humanization. I don't know if that's a word, but it, it, it showed sure. that uh, we'll make it up if it's not. It showed that everybody is just human. We all have the same stuff going on in our lives. And, you know, if, if I, I, you know, I had to partake in Zooms prior to COVID and whatnot, but if, if my door would have popped open and my, 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 my kid walked in, it would have been the most, un, it would have been a fireable offense. It would have been, it would have been so lack of preparation and, 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 and lack of professionalism that it was catastrophic to you. And yeah. now it's just like, yeah, I got basketball shorts on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you, you do too. 
Yep. Let's get, you know, here, you know, um, you got to take your kid to school now. Yeah, I know. I got to be there to pick him up at 7 15. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're comfortable talking about that. You know, two things. Yeah. One, like, we're, we're fine with saying, I got to run to the store because we're out of whatever. Whatever. And then on a side note, though, James had a little guess. We did it earlier. Recording. Yeah. So, funny enough, what are we? This would probably be like 75 episodes in somewhere. Okay. In there, right? So, today, right now is. And so, all these episodes and all this time, and my daughter has never made it onto a show. Like, she, she'll barge into every meeting, say hi to everybody. She, and never happened until this morning when we were recording Joe. <laughs> yeah. And she just popped bailed in. in, popped in. And I was like, well, look at that. But you're right. I mean, yeah. a year ago, we would have been freaking out about that. You know? Yeah. Can we do that? Can we start over? Oh, we record. Yeah. That's the that's the funniest one for sure. We talk about those kind of moments all the time where we have guests on that are like, uh, I need to cough or, you know, I need a drink. Uh, yeah, we pause it. You're we like, it's it's break. okay, man. We're not editing. We're we're yeah, totally yeah. not. Hey, I need editing. a bio break. That used to be a term. Who needs a bio break? Like yeah. you know, uh, yeah. people just fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turn their camera off and get up and move. That's what people do. An example of that, Ted, is you though on Connections for Life. You know, we watch it, and you know the 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 lollygaggers, Joe and Chad. You know, they're always in their office in the home, and you know. <laughs> Chad's yelling for Lindsay and, and Joe's yelling for Sarah, bring us coffee, you know? And then all of a sudden Ted pops on and Ted's in a truck, you know, most of the time, not driving, you know, most of the time pulled most up of the side time. of the road safe, yeah. but doing it from the road. You, you have been going brother. And um, yeah. how, how's that been? How's it been juggling doing connections for life, getting back on the road, managing all that? Oh, wow, right. that was only two first, questions. Let me really compliment tough. you on your transition. That was a smooth one. Yeah, we've really been job, working on that. We've been workshopping transitions. It's, that's that's like a thing. That's a part of this this thing that we, you didn't know how to do at first. And doesn't now, it ruin everything, Ted? Like now, when you watch interviews or you watch people, and you're like, "Oh man, that was a really terrible." Transition. Yes, it does. It 100. When you're watching something else, and you're like. Oh, you could have let in so well with that question mm. at that moment. Yeah. Drop that moment. Yeah. yeah. I know that well, wasn't the real question. <laughs> how how are we going to juggle it, Ted? How are you juggling it? We're on the on-ramp to try to get back into, you know, the industry. We're, we're just kicking off. But yeah. you've kind of been out in the field kind of doing things. What's it like? Well, I got to say that it all started because I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> Honest to God, I said, uh, you know, in December... I had about had my wits end. We started the show because we, we didn't, we, we knew we had to stay relevant. We knew we had to stay in front of our customers. We knew we had to do this stuff and we didn't know how we were going to do it. So we decided to do it this way. And that was great for the time being, but it, it's also extremely hard for guys like Joe, Chad, and myself to literally be cooped into your office every day. I travel three days a week normally, not because, you know, yes, because it's my job, but that's also what I love to do in certain regards. I love to be busy. And I can't sit, I like, even in construction, when I did that for 10 years, construction is the only job in the world where you work yourself out of a job every single project, okay? That way, I'm only going to a location for three to six months, and then I get to go somewhere new, okay? I get to go, I get to go to a different job site, a different drive to work, a different thing like that. That's what the best part of my job is, and I didn't get to do it for nine months, so as, as the end of the year, as the end of 2020 happened, I just said in my head, I, I said, listen, I'm going to pretend that the world's open and I'm going to start calling customers and making appointments. And if they'll see me, I'll go there. If not, I'll go, I'll find somewhere that will. 
And it was slow going at first, but as you mentioned, like, you know, I, I feel like pretty much every episode as of late in the last three months, I've been yeah. on the road or every Seems pre-call like or everything else. Um, and initially it wasn't that bad because again, my colleagues who are fantastic and I have to sing their praises picked up all of the slack that I left out there. And there was a lot of slack. I, 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 I say it jokingly most of the time, but I have to give Joe and Chad kudos uh, as my, my brethren on this thing that they do 99.9% of the work for every show lead up and I show up and, and kind of insert myself in because I was, I think here when it started. <laughs> so right. it, it's gotten, it's gotten more difficult, but as with anything in life, you figure it out, you figure out how to do it. You know, if you think back to your, to everything you've ever gone through in your life where you were like, golly, I can't take anymore. You're undefeated in those moments. You've literally made it through every one of those moments in your life. So if you keep that mentality and continue to just keep rolling with it, like, listen, yeah, there's a lot more work. There's a lot more stress, but guess what? I'm undefeated in those situations. I'm going to get away through it. I'm going to make it to the, to the other side. This is the basketball coach coming out in. (laughs) This is a a halftime speech. Yeah, that, that's speech. probably uh, that's probably we're gonna win. Part of we're winning state. Come on. Yeah, well, sure. we win. We win nationals. That's what we want to win. So nationals. So so Ted, uh, you know, we all have our value to bring, and and when you look at the show and what it's accomplished, um, we joke. You know, you're the guy that gets to play the role that you know the 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 character you play is that you don't do anything. Yeah. In the show, and that's the jokes that are made, but. What do you feel like you brought to the table as far as the show goes? And if it'll help, we'll let Jim go first. <laughs> Ooh, put me on the Buy spot. you some time if you need it. What do I bring to, you know, and, and, well, what does Jim all, bring to the show? Well, Ted and I are alike because 99.9% of the work, you know, James is the mastermind behind it. Uh, what do I bring to the show? I bring levity. I bring some funniness. And, Great word. And um, I bring a lot of just normality where people can just be like, okay, I just need to escape for 30 minutes and hear Jim, just like he's at a trade show talking about some darn subject about whatever, you know, and and it's just a release for me. And I think if if people can relax for 20 minutes, I've done my job. Uh, You know, there's a kind of a subpart with Jim too, that, that I don't think he gives himself enough credit for. And that's the amount of knowledge he has, uh, you know, in the spectrum of it, like, it's a wide scope and, and I'm trying to get him to lean into that more because that's the parts that we got to remember that not like me and you, Ted, not all of us have been in this industry for 20 years. And so sometimes we use terms even that maybe we don't know fully what the, what the, you know, definition is. And Jim brings it in a way that you, you see the full picture, but it Mm -hmm. is a flyover. And I think that's kind of one of your super talents too, Jim. Thank superpowers. You, I appreciate it. Ted, but this is about you, man. Not about me. Okay. What do I bring to the show? Well, I, you know, in certain regards, I joke about it, but like one of my jobs is to keep Joe and Chad on task. Sure. Uh, you know, like oh, yeah. for example, in here, you guys Full communicated in the chat box the way we do. We often tell our guests, hey, you have to ignore the chat box. That's us cussing each other out in, in, in there. And, and it's me saying, all right, shut up and move on to the next question. All right. Hey, we've got a, we've got a transition here or something like that. Now, as the show has gone on and gone on, it's gotten like that role is less needed because yep. the guys can realize it and we've grown and we've got better at it. But uh, 
truthfully speaking, um, the other thing I'll bring to it is, is, is that, that newbie um, mentality. Oftentimes, like you said, you know, we'll have a guy like Chip McElroy on the show or, or someone like, uh, you know, from a complete different industry where that's where I'll shine. You know, when we had, when we had the lobbyist lobbyists in there, I can speak to her, Liz Bowman, you know, when we've had uh, Jim Cantrell on there, who's got a wealth of gas knowledge that's far reaching beyond mine. I can be the guy who asks the dumb question, so to speak, because I'm genuine and I'm not afraid to ask it. That's the other thing. you know uh can you explain that for me because i've been doing this for you know 36 months yeah and i'll use a lot of acronyms can you slow down a minute yeah i don't have a problem at all pausing the whole thing and going hey guys um make this about me for a minute i'm the guy watching the show wants to yeah yeah yeah, for sure i think that's a good viewpoint and a lot of people don't see it as the lens right that's all we're trying to provide jim has a different lens than i do and ted you have a different one than us yeah, it's really cool. That diversity of our backgrounds is what makes our show so cool. That's a hundred percent true. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Honestly, like it wouldn't work if it was just you know three Joes or 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 three right. Chads. No, or the show would be seven hours long if it was three Joes. Yes, oh, gosh, that would not end. actually. The show would, wouldn't exist because they would fight with each other. They would never get it. Oh, I'm sorry. never get along. What are we talking about here? Are we yeah. trashing the other guys? That's for later. That's the that's bottom. for later. So, oh, okay. all Ted, right. Ted, you, leading uh, or building off that, do me a favor. Describe yourself in one word, and why do you choose that word? Golly, that's a great question. And it has to be a question. clean word. Oh, clean. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to be. Keep it clean. Got to be G-rated. So I don't want this to sound, you know. I guess cocky or uh, cocky. I don't mind, but, uh, condescending. I don't want it to sound like, but, uh, a leader leader is, is a word that, uh, I would use to describe myself only because I, I, I guess I hid away from, from, uh, describing myself as that for so long. And as I've got older, I realized, you know, I'm not always the best leader, but I'm always willing to lead. I'm always willing to take the chance. And, and if somebody needs to step up, if you, if you need some direction now, it's, it may not be right, but I'll be willing to, sure. to, to be the tip of the spear for something. And I think that goes back to, you know, whether it be, you know, athletics or, or military or, you know, construction running, running, running work and, and that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, even, I always have to, I always, my, my life, I want to ascend. I always want to get to that next level, whatever that next level is. And it's that Gary V mentality uh, of, you know, I'll never stop. There's, yeah. you know, I want to use 20 hours out of every day because I really only need, I really only sleep four. So why am I wasting the rest? You know, I can, I can coach four hours of basketball in a day because I worked, you know, 12 hours because my day starts at five, you know, and, you know, I can do the upsco stuff till five. And then after five, I still got time to go coach my kid's team or, or, or volunteer at my church or whatever, whatever's available. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Let's, let's do something fun. One Uh word to describe Joe and one word to describe Chad. Keep them G rated. Yep. I got you. Um, So my word to describe Chad is genuine. Mm. Okay. There was uh Chad was hands down one of the guys who who really opened 
the door, open arm, welcomed me to Upsco and to the sales team. And when I was going through the initial struggles that any new hire goes through and anyone who's trying to, to learn something while still being, you know how sales is, man, you know, uh, you're not held accountable to any numbers this first year, but yeah, yeah. right. You know, and, and we're going to hold you accountable twice next get, year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Chad was so genuine. And, and, and I initially, you know, you're, you're weary of that kind of stuff, but he just truly, truly is one of the most genuine people I've ever met. He'll tell you whether you're, you're, you're messed up or, or that you're doing the best thing in the world, just stay the course. Cause it, it'll be worth it in the end. And, and it will, it will, it, it was so, so awesome to get to, to become his friend and to become, to, to have a work colleague become so close to someone in my life. I call Chad for parenting advice because his kids are, he's got a son older than my son, um, you know, and, and it's just, it's really, really special, that relationship. Uh, now, Ted, Joe. Ted, we uh, said uh, one word. We said one word. Yeah, my bad. No, I'm Genuinely kidding. I'm kidding. Word. I'm kidding. I, just, <laughs> I'm kidding. I told you, I'm a talker. I'm a talker. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and as far as one word for Joe, Golly, that's tough. That's really tough because Joe is tough to describe in one word. Yeah, he is. He's really, but it's not a, it's not a negative. It's, it's such a positive that you find it's hard to find a word that, that, uh, that accurately describes it. If I have to pick one though, it's going to be real. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause his Joe is Joe Surrett, no matter what. Yeah. Joe Surratt is wearing flip-flops and a pair of jeans at the trade show where everybody's in their khakis, their dress shoes, and their button down. And he's the most knowledgeable guy in the room. Yeah. yeah. And he'll do that because he's going to be as real with you as he expects you to be with him. And, and, it, and it's this, uh, it's this phrase that I use all the time. That is uh, Joe, Joe is disarmingly honest. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disarmingly honest, because no matter what, he's gonna your guard's gonna go down around him because there's nothing to hide, nothing to uh, nothing to hide, nothing to nothing to go through. He is the hundred percent. You know, here's me and all of my flaws, and this is why it's gonna work. So, love it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Ted, I I hate to do this, but we gotta we gotta unfortunately wrap this down i could go on for another i'm just here to fix my ac right now so i can stop sweating yeah all right and the good news and the bad news ted is your connection has went to crap yeah so So at the end of the it couldn't have come at a better time yep perfect yeah perfect Perfect timing perfect vision ted thank you for joining us today we really appreciate now it just came up your internet connection is unstable there we go stable as your life if people are on the LinkedIn platform, as well as the other platforms, check out Ted, connect with him. He's a great guy. Loves to, as you can tell, loves to chat. So uh, if you want to spend eight hours talking about something, Ted is the guy. Yes. Um, thank you, Ted. Thank you, James. Until next week. On thank you guys for Day. having me on here. Absolutely. Stay safe, Ted. All the audience, stay safe. We'll see you next time. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.